Ed Feathers, he's back for uh, another discussion on sailing. Now, Let's Go Sailing has been hampered in recent weeks by our coverage of cricket. But next week, they're back. Bigger and better than ever. Let's find out what's happening in the sport of sailing. Hello, Ed. Morning, Jacob, and morning, Shane. And about seven and a half minutes ago, guys, I heard you loud and clear through the internet, so you were going nicely. Beautiful. Good to hear it. Hey, yeah, what have you got for us this week from the sport and the world of sailing, Ed? Because we know that sailing is right around the world. You know, Jacob, it's cruise ship sailing season from Fremantle Harbour at the moment and on Tuesday night I went down to watch the Queen Mary 2 take off from the harbour there. It went out at about 10pm. It was really spectacular. I think the only people that had a better view were those that were watching through the drone that followed it out as it took out through the harbour. Cruise ships in Fremantle Harbour and coming and going pretty much every day this week. But for our sailing athletes, uh, Jacob, it's the time to get out of here now and get up to Europe for the European season where there's big fleets and lots of competition, so that's where they're all off to. The Flying 15 Worlds in the waters off Fremantle are just over halfway through uh, Thursday, Friday and Saturday to go. And, uh, you know, there's a potential coming up for a couple of West Aussies uh, at the Sail GP to go all the way at the final in San Francisco in the 8th of May, so that's what I'm following. How are the World Flying 15 Championship here in Fremantle playing out? We spoke about this last week. Uh, seven races down and five to go. 79 competitors are listed to start from four continents, so it's a big roll-up. And uh, how good's the weather and the racing? It's been absolutely outstanding out in the waters out there on Owen Anchorage. Western Australia uh, are doing OK, uh, a number of them in the top ten, with Nick Jerwood and Brad Sheridan south of Perth Yock have been second place. I've been impressed with Lockie Gilmore and um, Ryan Donaldson who've stepped in from the 470 class to take the event on and they're lying just underneath that doing a really good job. It's a pretty much for sailors all around the world. Fremantle's an iconic venue. They love coming here. So the overseas competitors, they get a snapshot of what it's like here and how good's it been for the racing over the last week and a half. Um, Tuesday's race results were held inside the Maritime Museum in front of the Australia 2, so they're getting around off the water as well, which is great for the visitors. And uh, the place to catch the action for those that might be interested is to get down to the Fremantle Sailing Club over the next three days and uh, find out where the crane is. It's pretty easy to find, and that's where they crane them in. The sailors gather to get out on the water. And then after the racing at Fremantle Sailing Club, so it's easy to catch up. And if you want to watch it, it's down at... Owen oh, Anchorage, which is uh, off Rob's jetty there, down um, just south of South Coogee there. Ed, um, change of season now, so we're reaching the end of uh, a Southern Hemisphere summer and the, the warm part of the year, and we hand over to our good friends in the Northern Hemisphere. So who's moving abroad? Who's moving into the Northern Hemisphere to continue their sailing? It'll be a big summer in the Northern Hemisphere for aspiring WA sailing athletes. Um, And by way of example of many who travel, uh, you know, not every country gets a star in the Olympic sailing regatta. It's actually quite a small number that actually process through about 30 countries in every event. It's quite small when you think about it. So the world Olympic class sailing regatta in The Hague in August takes on enormous significance because about over half of the places are dependent on those results. So in the men's laser class, uh, Matt Wern and Ethan McCauley are trying to qualify Australia and will be going through a big summer up there in the, in the, in the, uh, in the summer of uh, the Northern Hemisphere. Zoe Thompson and Elise Ainsworth from here in WA will be trying to qualify Australia for the Olympic Games in the women's laser. And, uh, and Nick 
like uh, uh, Connor Nicholas and Nia Jerwood in the 470s will be trying to qualify Australia for that class. Kai Coleman um, has just left to join the American Magic team, the New York Yacht Club team, uh, for the next America's Cup in Barcelona next year. So he'll be having a, a big summer in the Northern Hemisphere with the uh, with the American Magic team. But those are just a couple of the examples. There's many who are travelling to uh, get noticed and uh, and go to world championships and all sorts of things over there. But it's a big, big, big summer for those trying to qualify Australia for events uh, in uh, the sailing regatta in the Olympic Games. Ed, what does that look like? What camp? What does that look like for a campaign for our Australian sailors when they do go abroad and head to the Northern Hemisphere? How long are they away for? I was speaking with Elise Ainsworth, um, one of our uh, aspiring laser women's laser champions on Let's Go Sailing, uh, about a month ago, Shane, and I think she said 270 days of the year she was out of her bed um, in here mm-hmm. in WA. So it's a massive campaign, not only. Not only physically, but mentally, uh, training camps up there. And also, it's an extremely expensive exercise, of course. They get the support of the Australian Sailing and uh, the Ron Tuff Foundation from here and the Bank of Mum and Dad. But it's a tough thing to get away for such a length of time. There's a lot of camaraderie between the athletes when they're up there, uh, all these uh, teams um, that, are, that are there. Although there'll only be one in the games, they all work together and enjoy spending time with each other in the downtime when they're not racing. But it is a huge commitment. Uh, does that sort of answer your question? Yeah, sir? yeah, it certainly does. It wouldn't be, as you said, it wouldn't be a, a cheap exercise either. No, it's not a cheap exercise, Shane. And um, uh, and there is limited funding, but the funding the funding is is not not too bad when you think about it. They've got this Ron Tup Foundation here in in WA and a lot of yacht clubs contribute and then there's fundraising for it um, and uh, the athletes go there and put in claims for that but uh, they get some good support from Australian sailing but hey when you think about the accommodation transporting the boats um, yeah it's, it's, it's an expensive exercise but when you win a gold medal like Matt Wern did I, I guess it all it's all worth it in the end absolutely yeah, he's given himself a name around the, the globe no doubt about that uh, Matt Wern. Finally, Ed, uh, one more event to go for the conclusion of the third season of the Sail JP. Uh, I know that Wayne's a big fan of that. A potential big earner for a couple of West Australian sailors. Yeah, the final comes up on the 8th of May in San Francisco. The three top teams for the season race in one sudden death race for about 15 minutes and the prize is a million dollars US for the winner, winner takes all. By my calculations the Australian team cannot miss out on a start in this race. However mathematically there's the other two places will be between New Zealand, France and Great Britain so Western Australian sailor Ben Durham who's a friend of our show Let's Go Sailing, he's the coach of the Australian Sail GP team so he's guaranteed to be there in the final in San Francisco and trimmer Western Australian Kinley Fowler is also in the Aussie team last year the Sail GP team were named as the World Sailing Team in the World Sailing Awards so they've already had a a big year Uh, they won the event last year um, and next year's Sail GP events appear to be well funded and some iconic venues already locked up and locked in so it's going ahead again next year but it's a big chance uh, for those couple of young people from western australia but sudden death 8th of may san francisco all to play for jeepers it's pressure 
We'll wish them well when May rolls around in San Francisco. Ed, uh, we look forward to Let's Go Sailing returning next week uh, with our cricket commitments about to wrap up. Thanks for joining us this morning. It's been a bit of a let-off, but uh, we'll be back next week for sure. We shall look forward to that from 1 o'clock next Thursday. Let's go sailing back in its regular slot here on Sport FM.